Hey, it's Anthony from the 8th Bit Podcast. Before you listen to this review, I just wanted to let you know this is the last episode of Season 3. I'm also introducing our new intro song. We'll be back with Season 4 soon, and thanks for sticking around. We'll be back soon. Hello, and welcome to the 8th Bit Podcast. I don't get why people feel the need to, like, they have to earn their porn. You can just look it up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know where I would stop, like, trying to sound southern. Just, it would, like, it would just jiggle for no reason and make, like, a deep, like, cocksucking noise. There's a guy that's laughing at the funeral. Oh, I'm shitting myself right now. Is this Steven Souls? It's Steven Souls! Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not trolling. The Last of Us Part 2 is a lesson in storytelling, and it's victim of its own success, and has fallen prey to the overcompensation that seems to be prevalent in the modern world of writing. This game is a coercive attempt to teach the player values and conscript our minds to think that stories are not complicated enough and things are guilelessly portrayed in most other narrative pieces. Let me state out front and honestly the title of this review isn't for the reasons you think. The Last of Us has become a cultural icon unlike any other in gaming. The original game was a console and developer defining piece that had ripple effects on the expectations of storytelling in video games. I played the first game and I really enjoyed my time in it. It was memorable and painstaking. I can think back and vividly remember the beautiful story and horrible combat like it was yesterday. But we're here today, and now the attention needs to be turned to The Last of Us 2. This review will be light on spoilers, but there's something I need to get out there right away to have it in the open. If you want to know the story, and you have not had it spoiled yet, then go out and buy it and give it a playthrough. It is a high quality game with nearly unmatched visuals and atmosphere. It's worth the experience if you own a PS4. But with that out of the way, we will dive into the title of this review. A Lesson in Storytelling The Last of Us 2 story is fundamentally and structurally flawed, disappointing and misguided. The game set out to deconstruct our fantasies of the characters we loved and provide a dark and gritty vision to knock the player out of their comfort zone and attempt to make them think. The only thing that this game has accomplished is taking apart its own beautifully built story and for what? Shock value? Sales? Sequel baiting? What the fuck was the point? Let me say, very clearly, my issues with this game are in how the story is written, paced, and with the newly introduced characters being weak and poorly inspired. Somehow, Naughty Dog managed to get a hold of the uncast list from the most recent season of The Walking Dead. I simply did not care about the people that Naughty Dog screamed in my face I needed to care about. And let me say, this has nothing to do with the acting. It's more so the scripts. In fact, the voice acting is pretty spectacular in this game. But I can't care about these characters when I'm basically just told, yeah, this is why. In The Last of Us 1, we got time with Ellie and Joel. We got to experience their struggle and be part of them. We knew what Joel's and we knew what his motivation was or his lack of motivation. We understood them. In this game, they're, they show up as stereotypes and zombie tropes and it's just lame. <laughs> I was set up to care about Ellie and Joel 
as flawed as they may be, as unjustifiable Joel's actions may be, they are who I cared about, and they are the reason that this game, this series, has excelled the way that it did. To say that they were mistreated is an understatement. The late 20-teens and early 2020s seem to be hell-bent on the art of deconstruction. I simply can't enjoy it. Storytellers and writers are free to tell whatever they want, but in return, the audience has and deserves a right to expect something that they can enjoy. And you know something, if you want to drive a point home or make an impact, that's fine, but earn your impact. The same way, your audience earns the money that they choose to spend on your experience. This game sweeps the rug out from under you like a poorly performed magic trick, and it simply doesn't even pretend to give a shit. And let me just take a second and go off of my script to talk about the issue of reviewing this game. How somehow, if you give it a bad rating, it's misguided or a lack of playing, and you just don't you don't understand it. But if you love the game, you're a shill, and you're turning a blind eye, and you're a fanboy, whatever else somebody could say. Opinions vary. That's the entire point of a review. I'm giving you one person's perspective. I can completely understand why somebody could love this game, and it could see the story, and it could say, wow, it challenged my way of thinking. Wow, this really gave me a good experience. But for me, that was not it. Halfway through the game, I was forcing myself to finish because I was genuinely disinterested. I was fucking bored out of my mind. I understand that it's not everybody, but for me, that was, and that is what reviewing is. That is what video games are meant to do. They're meant to be different from person to person. This is my perspective. I said in the beginning, Go out and buy it if you haven't had it spoiled. If you have any interest, go buy it. The gameplay's improved, everything's beautiful, the atmosphere is unmatched, and you know what? It might suck as a story, but it's memorable. Taking a break from the story though. The gameplay hasn't changed too much, but it's been improved a pretty significant amount. You still feel like a clunky square who doesn't know how to fucking walk, let alone shoot. Honestly, it's amazing Ellie and Joel survived as long as they did, since they can't aim for shit unless they were strung up like puppets and held perfectly still. I just, I can't understand why Naughty Dog can't get the feel of smooth gunplay down. But to their credit, this is a massive improvement, and sometimes in a way the clunkiness is almost atmospheric, and there's something about pulling your gun up while your character is kind of woozy and nervous to aim and just missing and they just miss it. It just, it's really unmatchable by other experiences. Also to Naughty Dog's credit, the accessibility options are more than a nice touch. I hope they start to become a standard in gaming, especially from companies with the resources to be able to do it. Everyone possible should be able to experience the mythicality and for that, good on you Naughty Dog. Disappointingly though, the progression system is far from perfect. I chose to play this game the same way I played the first game, without the use of the listen feature, save for a few moments where I felt like it kind of added to it and almost was necessary. I like to think of it more as kind of like a, a special trick that Ellie and Joel's learned that they're able to call upon in emergencies, not so much of as a crutch. For example, a mission where you're fighting the type of infected that can mask their sound. So maybe it's my fault, but why does every skill tree have two to three useless abilities and one to two great ones? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like a poorly laid out jigsaw puzzle made out of silly string. The AI's been improved, but I still found way too many instances where I could just be caught like a deer in the headlights to a highly trained enemy who just doesn't see me, I guess. 
I can't tell you how many times I'd kill somebody with an enemy looking at me, but they were slightly turned, so I guess they just don't have peripheral vision. Not. What do I know? The addition of jumping, it's kind of useless. I mean, it really is only there for the 18 million sprint jump platforming mini puzzles, which get annoying after the 10th time and are still annoying the 25th, but I mean, it's nice. The ability to go prone, though, that's got to be a favorite for me. It, it adds a lot. The cover system also feels very fluid, but it did little to stop me from signing the chores list on the whiteboard every time I mindlessly searched an area for the millionth time just to advance the story, which that's something I can't handle. And that's what I come back to when I say I had to just force myself to play through the latter half of this game. The first half I really enjoyed, but having to go and play something that I don't want to play and take so much time. I don't want video games to get too short, but if they're going to be this fucking long, I want to enjoy at least a part of it. For me, this game was the first half that I loved. The second half I couldn't fucking stand in an ending that pissed me off. If I were to dumb it down. Why in the world developers pad their games with rinse and repeat gameplay simply to make the runtime look better? I can never understand, but I digress. Overall, the gameplay was not the worst, but I expected more, and I expected more improvements, and I expected more enjoyment, but the improvements and enjoyment that were there, they were they suffice, I guess. Characters and voice acting. That's a strong suit of Naughty Dog. Ashley Johnson is spectacular, to no one's surprise. Troy Baker as well. Tommy also impressed me in this game, but once you get past that, it starts to become a little messy. Dina, who has become a character very interwoven in the story just didn't really hit a stride with me she has some very strong and well-acted moments one in particular very very early in the game where she lets you in on some of what drives her and a little bit of her past it really hit a chord with me and i enjoyed that i kind of wanted more of that which goes into the, that latter half of the game i don't like it makes you it kind of forces you to stop caring in a way and i don't know i don't like that Jesse feels like you took the store brand version of Glenn from The Walking Dead and mixed him with a generic NPC. He had a very strange voice, though. Uh, very well acted, but there was a couple times where he would talk and I would think all of a sudden Morgan Freeman was in my game, and I, I really didn't understand that. <laughs> and again, I don't think this is on the actors. The scripts that they work with are just so soap opera, it's fucking exhausting. With all the flashbacks worked into this game, you'd think they could have toned down the horrible second act and given us more time with those characters to enjoy them more, maybe in Jackson, to learn more about who they really are. The enemies had my interest for a moment, but I heard with my own ears Naughty Dog say, we want you to feel bad about killing your enemies. But here's the thing, no matter how many times I hear NPC baddie number 67 yell, Oh no, data! I won't feel bad if I've already killed 10,000. It makes no sense. If you want me to feel remorse for killing of the enemies, then don't throw them at me in waves. Another thing that Naughty Dog said prior to the game's release was, you won't see everything in the story in one playthrough. <laughs> well, that sucks, because I don't think I can force myself to play through the sluggish second half again to see the rest. As a very important aside, I wasn't too sure where to put this in, but I have to mention it. There is a character in this game that represents a community that still to this day faces constant harassment and ridicule and violence for just being themselves. 
This game takes someone from that community and submits them to torture. And it feels like The Last of Us 2 does this to this particular character for no other reason than extra shock value. It was probably my most disliked thing about this entire game. There is a way to tell a shocking real story without exploiting the real daily struggles of our modern world for nothing more than shock. They did not treat this right, or seemingly with any respect, and there were ways they could have done this character right, but instead they chose the easy way out to try to drag emotion out, and for that, a lot of respect is gone from me regarding Naughty Dog. I'm trying to keep this light on spoilers, so I'm skipping over things I wish I didn't have to. But let's just get right to a brief opinion on the story. I'm frustrated by it. There's a lot of weak points, inconsistencies, and honestly, the entire journey just ends up feeling like a waste of time. I was not in the mood for The Last of Us 2 to try to become Red Dead Redemption Apocalypse, and that's what it did. It feels lazy, and it only feels like it was done the way it was done to get YouTubers to cry and scream in reaction videos for the next two years. Not to leave its audience feeling touched, emotional, and wanting more. Deconstruction does not equal captivating storytelling. You can't force me to feel a certain way about characters and storylines. If you want to make a statement or point, then you have to make me fucking believe that point. If you want me to be shocked and think twice about my actions, present them in a realistic way. And don't ever dare to use exploitation of an already hurting community just to make the player experience torture porn to leave me reeling. It's fucking ignorant. The Last of Us 2 had horrible moments and creative decisions. It's also an absolute technical masterpiece that graphically gives me a lot of hope for the next generation of game development. There's a lot to unpack, and if there's a third game, they seriously need to take things back to the drawing board and think about what they really want this to be in terms of story. And Naughty Dog needs to seriously keep working on that combat and movement. I'm sure it comes across like I hate this game. I spent more talking about what I didn't like than what I did, but I don't hate it. I'm simply allowed to hold The Last of Us 2 and Naughty Dog to a higher standard. They have the resources. They are one of the faces of PlayStation, if not the face. And aside from graphically and the minor improvements to gameplay, they didn't act like the face of PlayStation. I hope things change, because right now, The Last of Us is lost in its own glory and destroyed by its own successes and led astray by its creators. I give The Last of Us Part 2 a 5 out of 10. Here's to hoping that the future looks bright for The Last of Us, but they got a long way to go. I'm Anthony from the 8-Bit Network. If you disagreed, please consider telling me why you disagreed. I, I've been very interested in reading the opposite perspectives of this. Again, this is just one man's opinion, but if you did enjoy what you saw, please like it. And if you hate it that much and you refuse to have a discussion, go ahead and dislike it too. I understand. But thank you for watching and listening all the way through regardless. See you next time.